Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, there it is. A Monday, May 22nd. <laughs> Was that a good impersonation? Is that your Bailey? Yeah, that's my Bailey. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's start over. Uh-huh. Welcome to the BS. It is your host, Nikki D. Bailey is out today. He's back in Atlanta. Uh, his daughter is graduating from high school, so he's there. So today you got the Nikki and Nelson version. Nikki D and Nelson version yeah. of the show? Yeah. So I'm your host, Nikki D. There is Nelson. What's going on for a Monday? So we're going to be here with you doing some great things today. We got some tickets to give away today as well. We have two sets, so you're going to get another opportunity today to win twice. That's going to be later on in the show. We got some Kid Rock tickets for you, and we got some Mammoth WVH tickets as well coming at you. If you want to call in at any point today and give us your two cents and participate in the show, this is the time where we want your two cents because sometimes y'all want to drop us the two cents and we don't want it. But this is the time. (laughs) The number to call us is 916-909-0985. Let us know your thoughts on anything that we are discussing. We were out this weekend at Brews and the Burbs. Did I say that right? Yes. And we had a great time. Yeah, you've been doing, uh, you've been doing burbs and brews. Burbs and brews most of the time. But you most got of the time. Yeah, you nailed it this time. <laughs> we were out there. We met a lot of great listeners. So I wanted to firstly thank everybody who came up to the tent, greeted me and Nelson, welcomed us to Sacramento. A lot of you that won tickets came up and let us know that you won them out of Nelson's belly button. So that was a great time. <laughs> <laughs> they did. The one girl was like, "I got it out of his pouch." And Nelson's like, huh? I'm like, your belly button, remember? Oh, remember? That was the Rock's belly. That uh, was the Rock. Yeah, the Rock's uh, fanny pack was in my belly button. And it that's was. what Bailey went digging around in my belly button. It's very cavernous. It was. It was. So, yeah, Bailey is uh, back in Atlanta, like we said, for his daughter's graduation. And it just made me think about when I graduated myself, like having all the feels. Graduation day always makes me feel emotional. What about you, Nelson? Yeah, I um luckily I kind of like tuned it out just because my kids are so little. So you tune out graduations? Yeah. Like you you don't go to any of your friends' graduations? Yeah, like I, guess, yeah I, I got suckered. I feel suckered. I feel like I got suckered into a couple of graduations over the last couple of years because of the guy I worked with. So I okay. I knew I basically watched his kids grow up. So before I came out here and joined you guys, I was in uh I was in a little city called Lincoln, Nebraska. I was there for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so like his youngest son, he was my little buddy. Okay. You know, I remember him when he was six. But when you went to his graduation, didn't you feel sad? Yeah, I felt sad. I felt, well, what I felt was drained because I got away with giving uh, his brother $50, but I had to give him 100 because he was my my (laughs) little guy. So what I felt was drained. So, like, the last graduation I attended was my youngest sister's graduation. And I can just remember just bawling. And sadly to say, it's not because I was... 
you know, so happy she was graduating. Not that I wasn't happy, uh-huh. but I was crying because I was so sad thinking about when I graduated and like I can remember <laughs> I can remember how I felt and like having my little cap and gown. I remember the outfit I wore. So every time I go to a graduation, I think about my own and I cry. And I know the people there think I'm crying because I'm happy for their kids. <laughs> not that I'm not, but mm, I be thinking about my own self. So I want to talk about when we come back from the break, your favorite memories of graduation, if you can remember your graduation song. Because I can remember the year that I graduated, I was so excited for my graduation song. Do you remember your graduation song? I think we had the same graduation song. We probably absolutely do. You and I are the same age. And if if I'm thinking about what song it was, there was really only one song to graduate to in the year 2000. Yeah, we want to hear what your graduation song was, if you can remember it. And if you agreed with it, did your class, like, vote on what your graduation song was? or any? If you have anything you want to share about graduation, you can call us now at 916-909-0985. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our graduation songs and we're going to go through a list of the top five graduation songs on 2023 here on 98 Rock. Yes, that is right. Call or text us anytime and you can call in right now to 916-909-0985. We are talking about graduation and the graduation songs that played the year you graduated. Me and Nelson, I think we graduated the same year. I graduated in 2000. Same. Yep. Same. Okay. So for my graduation song, it was actually the graduation song by Vitamin C that we chose uh, to have for our graduation song. But we voted on it. Did you guys vote? No, there wasn't any kind of vote at school for that one. It was just that's what you did. And that was such a big song that year. That was the year it came out. It did, because 2000 was so magical. Like, I can remember we put 2000 to everything, like even the little Mickey Mouse song. Oh, oh, is magic. Oh, we got somebody that want to call in and share about their experience. Yeah. Let's go to line Line one. Hello. What's Hi, Nikki your, Hey, what's your name? Dante. Dante, what do you want to tell us about your graduation? Uh, my gra- So my graduation song, I had like 15, 15 or so of my friends, and we all got together, mm-hmm. and we got the Imperial March by Star Wars to be our song. But, <laughs> you know, our class had to cancel out, and we went with uh show goes on by Lupe Fiasco. The show goes on by Lupe Fiasco? Yeah. Oh, okay, I know that one. I know that one. That's a good graduation song, too. What year did you graduate? Uh, 2011. I'm actually delivering to my hometown right now of Dixon. Oh, wow. That is so exciting. Well, thank you for calling in. Your song is not on our list, but we're going to go through our list of top five graduation songs. But thank you for calling in. We appreciate you. Of course. Thank you. There's his song here. Oh, this is his song. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. on <laughs> all right. This is a good graduation song, yeah. too. This really is a, a solid graduation song. All right, so we're going to go number five on our list. And, again, I don't see here who this list is by, but... The, the list is actually Billboard. Oh, it's by so Billboard. Billboard went and did the... Um, they went and did the diligence of, like, coming up with what uh, everybody... Um, uh, what am I looking for? What the best songs were for this year. Oh, okay, okay, 2023. So, like, for 2023, which is interesting because when you start to look at some of the things that are on the list here... Um, they're like kind of, kind of new. 
new songs that's on the list? Yeah, kind of newer songs that are on the I mean, well, they're kind of old songs. There's a couple of new songs, but there's like old songs that are on the list. All right, well, let's start with number five. Go ahead and play G5 for me. Okay. Trying to see if I know this, so I'm trying to catch the beat. Uh huh. So this is song by One Republic. Oh, the Good Life, uh-huh. living a good life, good life. That one. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got you. I do remember this one. I do remember this one. This is a good, a good graduation song. Yeah, living a good life. Well, yeah, it sets you up for for success, right? I mean, that's the the thought that you have behind it. Yeah, because you always think when you're leaving high school that you're about to graduate and you're about to go have this great, wonderful life. You don't think about bills. You ain't thinking about none of the hardships that's about to come in life. You're just like, oh, I'm going to go to college or whatever your next step may be. For me, Mm -hmm. when I left, I went into the military. Wow. Yeah. So right out of high school, you went to the military. No, I went to community college for like 10 months, and then I dropped out. Gotcha. And went to the military. <laughs> no, it wasn't, wasn't for you, huh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, number four. Let's do G4. Anyway. Oh, come on. <laughs> I love these newer graduation songs. This is Lizzo, for anybody that's not sure. Hey. And this song is called About Damn Time. And I'm sure they use this song to say, I'm so glad it's over. It's about time I graduated. Now it's time to turn up. Right. That's exactly what this song is saying. Oh, we got another caller. Okay. We go on to line one here. Line Back one. to line one. Okay. Doing this on the fly today. Hey, welcome to the BS. Hey, I'm calling in about my graduation song. What's your name? Michelle. Where are you calling from, Michelle? I'm in Fairfield. Okay, Michelle in Fairfield. What was your graduation song? It was Forever Young by Alphaville from the like mid late 80s. Like Forever Young, I wanna be forever young. That's it. Yep. Oh, look at me. I nailed it, didn't I? <laughs> you did know it. <laughs> did your school vote or did somebody just get together and say that was gonna be y'all song? Like, did you agree on the song? I I think the student council narrowed it down to like a half a dozen songs, and then that was the one we all voted on. Yeah, that's a really good song, too. Like, you're graduating, but you still want to be forever young. These are giving me the feels. Does graduation give you the feels, Michelle? <laughs> a little bit. I do miss all those people because I'm no longer even on that side of the country. Oh, where where are you at, Michelle? Well, I'm from Pennsylvania originally. Oh, okay. I got you. I understand. So when you're at a graduation, do you cry? Do you get emotional like me or or you're okay? No, I don't care about those people. (laughs) Oh, forget them people. She don't care about them people. Well, thank you for calling us, Michelle. We appreciate your call. You have a great day. All right. You too. So many different people have covered this song. They have. I really, really like this song. This is a very good graduation song. This is a classic graduation song for mm-hmm. sure. It dates you a little bit. It dates you, <laughs> dates you a little bit on that one. Mm-hmm. All right, we got another one, G3. Okay. Third, this is the third one on the list. G3 would be this one right here. Sorry. You got it. I'm gonna have myself a real good time. Oh, this is Queen. This is what I mean by some of these older songs. This is for 2023's class, though. But maybe they like the throwbacks. 
What about this song for you, Scream's Graduation, though? Because the name of the song is Don't Stop Me Now, so it's like we're about to take the world by the by storm. Okay, I get that. You know what I mean? It's I get like that. it's like kids saying to adults, like, hey man. Oh, that kind of sounded like the Laverne and Shirley intro for a second. <laughs> 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 I thought I was going to get cracked. Yeah, no, we actually need some on that one, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to G2. This is the second one on our top five graduation songs. Classic. Yes. This is a classic one here. Another turning point of fork stuck in the road. <laughs> you know who did a remix of this song? Who? Our very own Jason Bailey. Did he? Yeah, when Nate was getting ready to leave, he put together a remix oh, our with buddy this down in song. Mexico? Yeah, maybe one day he'll play it for the for the masses to hear. I was really impressed by it. To wow. be yeah, it's not every day you can yes. see a sweet, softer side yes, of Bailey. Yes, he did a remix to this. I hope you had a time of your life. That's I, what I think about every time I hear this song now. I told him while he was down there, you know, because he's not here. He's at his daughter's graduation. I said, don't worry. I know it's hot down there in Atlanta, so you just blame the tears on sweat. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, you're going to be okay if you just blame the tears on sweat on that one. And, of course, number one on this list of our 2023 20, top graduation songs is me and Nelson's graduation song, which we played earlier, Vitamin C, the graduation song. Every lyric to this song makes me cry. How much money do you think this woman has made over the course of the last 20 years of this song? I hope she's made millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Because she's got to be our age. She's branded millions of tears. You know? Oh I can't listen to this. I gotta, I gotta finish this show. I'm gonna start crying. I'm gonna start crying. Just listen to this song. Already, I'm, I'm welting up, and we gotta do headlines. Our first round of headlines is coming up just like that, and I'm gonna tell you what Marvel star has passed on and what California river to steer clear of. All of that and more when we come back for our first round of headlines on the BS. At 98 Rock. Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Bailey is on vacation. His daughter is graduating, so he's down in Atlanta right now. But Nikki D, still got your headlines. What you got? Star Wars and Thor actor Ray Stevenson has passed. H1. Ray Stevenson. A talented Irish actor passed away on Sunday at the age of 58, and his passing has been widely mourned in the entertainment business. So this story just broke this morning. Um, news that Ray Stevenson, he's known from his role in Thor as well as a role in Star Wars, but he got his start in acting in 1993. He's been in a bunch of projects like The Book of Eli, Rome, The Other Guys, and Kill the Irishman. Now, his publicist has not put out, nor has any of his family members to date, as to why he died or what he died from. I didn't find any news that said he was sick or anything like that. He was only 58 years old. So hopefully we'll get more information uh, as the day goes on or maybe tomorrow as to actually what caused his death. Yeah, Thor was probably his most visible uh, role when that it comes to, knew. yeah, just because of how big the Thor franchise is. He was one of Thor's buddies. He was the one with that red hair, right? Uh-huh, with the big red hair and the beard. He was one of his little combat buddies that were in the, the first two movies for sure. Um, the Star Wars stuff he did, he was it was voice acting. 
Oh, so, so he, you couldn't see him. Mm, so he was a part of like him. Rebels and the Clone Wars, and he did voice acting for stuff, which is, I mean, still pretty high profile, especially to nerds. I mean, they know who he is. But then, like, you go through, you see him in Book of Eli, and you would go back if you if you Google this picture, you'd go, "Oh, I I recognize, yeah, I recognize that guy," him. but you wouldn't really be able to tell what he was from. Yeah, because when I remember I uh, heard the news, my dad got in town today, so excited, <laughs> and uh, I was telling him about it, and he's like, "Who was he in Thor?" So I, when I turned the picture around and showed it to him, then he's like, oh, yeah, that was one of the bad guys or something he said he was. <laughs> it's one of his buddies, actually. So, yeah, it's one of those things where you have to see a picture, then you know the actor. So mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get more information, but uh, rest in peace to him. Yep. Uh, when told to stay out of the water, stay out. H2. News for the body of a four-year-old boy who was swept away by swift water in Kings River in Fresno County. The body of his older sister has been recovered. The two children went into the fast-moving water with their mother near Pine Flat Dam on the Kings River. And Kings River is one of the two rivers right now in Central California that are closed to the public. It's the Kings River and the San um, Joaquin Rivers. And they've been closed since March 14th. And this is why the currents out there are so high and they're moving so fast. Because if you remember... um, California had a very peculiar winter. They had a lot of rain, a lot of snow, unusual. So the water levels are very high in all of the reservations, the rivers, everything. The water is high. I went out uh, this Saturday, no, Sunday um, with Mia from our sister station. We went out to Lake Clementine, and that's in Auburn, like north of Roseville. Mm -hmm. And even when we went out there, you could just see the current coming so fast. And the the guard or whatever out there got on his bullhorn because people were down there in the water. And he was like, look, you guys need to get out of the water. It's not safe. The currents are going too fast. Do you think they listen? No. And then things like this happen, this story where, you know, this little baby and his his, uh, sister was swept away in the current. And you don't want to see that. We also combine it with the fact that the temperature of the water is so cold. Yes. So hypothermia sets in very quickly. And people don't realize that when you're submerged in water, even 53-degree water, which is what they say the Kings River is at, Mm -hmm. is it's moving almost 13,000 cubic feet per second. Okay? So that'll fill a pool almost instantly. Dang. Okay? Like a pool would be filled. 13,000 cubic feet of water per second. See, I ain't good with math like that. I don't know what the cubes and the feet it was a- <laughs> and the things and all the things <laughs> mean. It's a lot of water, but you combine that with the fact that it's 53 degrees and quickly you can't fight against it. So even if you are like an adept swimmer or you were in a, a situation where you had like oxygen on you, even hypothermia will set in very fast. Oh, so that's why they say even if you can swim, if you get caught up in those currents, it's not going to matter. No. See, that's what I was telling Mia. Matter of fact, the, the place we went to, Lake Clementine, it's beautiful for hiking because we went to hike not to get in the water. Mm-hmm. But we walked down to the water because just listening to, like, the rustling come by, it's therapeutic for me. Oh, yeah. I almost tumbled down a little hill. We had to climb down to get to the water. <laughs> no. But, baby, once I got down there, it was wonderful. But... I, I did. I almost fell. It was uh, one of the steepest little climbs, and <laughs> I felt like a real hiker, except I ain't have on hiker shoes. I had on bootleg shoes, and I need real shoes. Yeah, you had some knockoff Nikes or something. I saw you later on. I did. <laughs> they, look, they ain't even Nikes. They like Skechers. Oh. <laughs> Sketchy is what they, they are. Skechers. That's what I had on. So, yeah, but uh, and real quick before we leave, too, mm-hmm. I found my new favorite diner. Oh? It's not called Mills, either. Uh-oh. It's called Black Bear. Shots fired at oh. Bailey. Wait till he gets back in town. <laughs> we went there and ate, and that diner was amazing. Mm. So, yeah, stay, stand clear of the water. Don't get in there when the currents are moving. Stay out. 
Coming up, we are going to be playing a round of Uber Smart, our favorite, favorite game. We need two callers to call us right now at 916-909-0985 if you want to play Uber Smart. What will you be winning? That's what everybody always wants to know. Well, you will have a choice between tickets to go see Kid Rock at the venue or tickets to see Mammoth WVH at Ace of Spades. So if you want to get in, Uber Smart, we need two players to play this game. Give me a call at 916-909-0985. And that's going to be up next right here on the BS at 98 Rock. Uber Smart. How smart is your average rideshare driver? Uber Smart. I am the smartest man alive. Uber Smart. Well, let's find out. It's Uber Smart. I'm smarter than the average bear. Uber Smart. Uber Smart. We are getting ready to play Uber Smart. Um, pretty much the premises of Uber Smart is Nelson goes out, he gets in a car with an Uber driver, and then he just asks them some questions. Sometimes the Uber drivers are super smart, and sometimes they are super not. So basically, we're going to get the players on the line. They're going to yay or nay whether or not they think the Uber drivers know the answers to the questions. And then they have an opportunity to win tickets. What we have to give out today is a pair of tickets to Kid Rock at the venue at Thunder Valley. That's going to be taking place on June 2nd. For these tickets, you have to be 21 or older to win. Or you'll have the options to go see Mammoth WVH at Ace of Spades. That concert is going to be on August the 26th. So those will be your options. So let's meet our players. Hello, Christina from SAC. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing great. Are you ready to play? Okay, let's go. She said, okay, let's go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> let's meet our other player. We have Jason in SAC. How are you doing today, Jason? I'm good. Hey, Nikki. Hey, hey, Nelson. Hey. We're here. Holding it down. Yeah, just uh, not messing it up while Bailey's out in uh, Atlanta with his daughter uh, so he can feel <laughs> you comfortable. You guys are doing good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. So I'm the person that's going to help both of you guys play. Normally, uh, I'm not hosting, so I'm playing. Mm -hmm. And I'm even though I'm hosting today, I'm still going to play. I don't know the answers. I don't know if they're going to yay or nay. So I'm still going to be playing right along with you, Jason and Christina, and helping you guys out along the way, okay? okay yeah, you're doing you. great. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right. So, Nelson, go ahead and introduce us to our Uber player. What's your name? Charlie Brown. Charlie, how long have you been at SAC? <laughs> oh, man. Two seconds. Where'd you come from? <laughs> heaven. <laughs> hey, Dad, heaven. So you an angel? Oh, I love God. you. Yes, I am. God bless you, man. Yeah, in San Francisco. What's the best part about living in California? Oh, man. Uh, what would I say? Best part about California is California. You go to the beach a lot? Oh, stay at the beach. Stay at the beach, baby. What's your favorite musical artist? <laughs> oh, to be honest with you, heaven. Oh, Christ, yeah. I don't know. If I listen to music, man, you got to give me some of that old uh, country pop rock. Give me some of that, uh, you know, I, I go back with some old, old school Metallica. I, I take some red hot chili peppers every now and then. Give me some Green Day. Yeah, man. What's your favorite movie? Oh, man, hands down, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, baby. Short Johnny uh, Johnny Five, short, short circuit. Johnny Five, I'm alive. You know, uh, Goonies, man. Let's go. You know what I mean? Tell me something interesting about yourself. I like you. Like me? Yeah. What do you I, like about I don't me? Like, I don't like people. You, you're loud and your energy is just a butterfly. Let's go to work. You know what I mean? If somebody's down, you're going to bring them up. <laughs> Charlie was all over the place. Charlie said he likes you because you are loud. Uh -huh. Hello? Uh -huh. Remember you told me you ain't never been around a black person that said you was quiet. I never, yeah, I've never, I've never had a black person ask me why I was yelling. Right. 
That's why I love black people, man. I love Charlie Brown. I like his voice. He sounds like he should be some kind of a actor or something. No or joke. Singer. Oh, he he was a good looking dude too. So let's go, Charlie Brown. All right, so we're going to get ready to go with our first piece of audio and see how smart Charlie actually is. Take it away, Nelson. And then who's playing for the first round? Uh, Christina, you're going to be first. Ladies is always first on this show, so Christina, you're going to be first up. You ready to go? All right. All right, here we go. What fairy tale involved a witch in a forest that ate little kids? Oh, what fairy tale involved a witch in a forest that ate little kids, Do you Christina? know the answer? I'm thinking about the answer. It's, it's, um, was it where the three bears was in the woods? No, there's no three bears in the woods. The bears ain't in the woods. Um, you know this one, Christina? No, hold on, hold on one second, bud. Jason, you got to wait your turn. He is right, though. <laughs> it's Hansel and Gretel. Hansel I was Gretel. getting there. I was getting there. I, I know the story. <laughs> Shit, Christina, did you know Hansel and Gretel? Oh, I, I thought it might be it. You thought it might be it, but you weren't certain, right? Um, Possibly. See, so we got to think about these type of things. when We want to decide whether or not we think Charlie knows it. I was lost. I saw the grandma, but then I saw an apple. So I don't know why I saw a grandma and an apple and a wolf. I, I think I got confused. So for me, I think Charlie might be as confused as me. And I'm going to say nay. But it's up to you. These are your points. These are your tickets. Do you want to say yay or nay that Charlie Brown will know the answer to this? Mm. Christina. I'm, I'll go with yay on this one. So you think he will know it. So you're going to go against my nay, and you're going to say yay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll go with the Okay, yay. we're going to go with the yay. Christina says yay. Here comes A2. Oh, uh, uh, the black lady. I mean, the white lady in the black. Uh, uh, Snow White. Uh, it's actually Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're thinking of Maleficent. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so he didn't have either one of them right. <laughs> Snow White or Maleficent. They both were wrong. So unfortunately, Christina, that point goes to Jason. And now it is oh, Jason's turn. You, <laughs> you should have listened to me. I'm telling you, I have good instincts sometimes with this game. All right, so Jason, it's your turn. You ready to go for the next question? Yes, ma'am. All right, let's go, Nelson. Here we go, Jason. B1. How many continents are there in the world? How many continents are there in the world? I'm pretty sure it's seven. Mm-hmm. That's right, right? Seven? Yeah. Seven would be correct. Seven, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just... Seven, but somewhere in the back of my brain, I was thinking, like, maybe it's eight. <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> All right, seven. So, Jason, do you think Charlie Brown will know seven, yay or nay? What do you think, Nikki? I think. You got it right away. So. I did get it right away. But yep. Charlie's a wild card here. So, mm-hmm. we learned this, like, in middle I mean, middle school, in elementary school. Maybe it stuck <laughs> with him. So, I think I might say he knows this. And I might go yay. But I feel okay, deep okay. down inside, I feel like he might not. But what you want to go let's with? Go with yay. I'm yay? To okay, let's go with yay. Listen to Nikki with B, 2, and yay. <laughs> oh, I know there's 52 states, man. I'm not really historical like that geographical. <laughs> let's see how many continents, but 46. Do you think it's states? Continents, seven of them. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God, Jason. <laughs> he got the states out. Oh, he got that oh, all bro, wrong. You know <laughs> the point is going to go to Christina for that one. <laughs> So you guys right now are tied one and one. Christina, the board is back to you. Are you ready for the next one? Okay, let's go. Let's go, Nelson. Here we go. C1. What superhero is known as the wall crawler? Oh, that's easy. That mm. is Spider-Man. Mm. Spider-Man is a wall crawler, Christina. Do you think Charlie Brown is going to know Spider-Man? 
Christina? Um, Spider-Man, everyone's seen it, right? I think Spider-Man is one of those things. He is a man. That means he used to be a boy. He got to know Spider-Man. Okay? I agree. Okay? So I'm going to say yay. Now, I know the last one we said yay and he was lost. But this one, I I really think he might know this one. So I'm going to say yay. He he should. Yeah, I'll say yay. Okay. C2. Who would I say Spider-Man? Spider-Man's right, man. Oh, Ooh. man. Give me, let me get one of these, man. <laughs> let me get one of these, man. All right. There we go. All right, Jason, the board is back to you. You have a chance to tie it again here. Let's go, Nelson. What do the stripes of the American flag represent? All right. Uh, what do the stripes of the American flag represent? They mm-hmm. represent how many... The stars are the states. Mm-hmm. The stripes are the, the original, um, the original, original colony. colonies. Right. That's correct. Um, I think Charlie Brown will not know this, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> He's a country boy. He's a country boy. <laughs> yeah, he, he will not know I this not, one. He doesn't know it, but so uh, let's go with uh, let's go with uh, Nay. Nay, we're gonna we're gonna go with Nay here. Let's go with Nay. Okay. Got Nay locked in. Here's D. I'm doing the Nay Nay. Nay Nay on D2. <laughs> okay, you asking me. I'm going to say red for the blood of Christ, blue for the eternity of heaven, oh and white we need God. peace. The answer is actually the 13 original colonies. The oh 13 stripes, God. 13 colonies. Man, you're giving me education today, baby. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you're giving him education today, baby. Oh, we educate. Oh, my Look God. <laughs> Out there educating the masses. All right. right. (laughs) It's all tied up. The game's getting good. We're back to you, Christina. The game is all tied up. Are you ready for your next one? Ready. All right. E1. If you suffer from arachnophobia, what are you afraid of? You are afraid of spiders. Look at me. I'm smart today. Listen, you're smart. Christina, do you think Charlie Brown will know spiders? Yay or nay? What do you think? I think that Charlie Brown will not know spiders. It's a possibility that he will, though, because he knew Spider-Man. See what I'm saying? So those might go hand in hand. Actually, now that I think about it, he could, oh, wow. <laughs> he could know this because he knew Spider-Man. This one's tough. I'm going to let you decide. Oh, gosh. Um, uh, um, okay, let's go with yay. We're going to go with yay on this one, Nelson. That's a yay on E2. Oh, spiders. Man knows his spiders. I like spiders. Well, you like spiders? Yeah, I actually like them now, man. Yeah, I used to never like spiders, but yeah, I'm feeling spiders. I don't like cockroaches. I see too many walking in the day. Ooh, I don't like cockroaches either. Oh, he's, my God, Charlie. He's talking Ooh. about people walking in the day. Oh, I thought he was talking about actual roaches. Ooh, I can't stand those things. You know about spiders, but not, but, but not but blood of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like Charlie Brown. Listen, Charlie Brown know his spiders. All right, Jason, here you go. You got another chance here to tie it up. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. If he doesn't get this. Yeah, you need this one to stay in the game. If he doesn't get this, he loses. Oh, you do. If you don't get this one, you lose. Absolutely. Uh, Okay. F1. On what organ would you find your adrenal gland? On what Mm. organ would you find your adrenal glands? Mm -hmm. It's in your mouth. What? Your tongue. Your throat. Your adrenal gland. That ain't the one you skeet under your... (laughs) You skeet the stuff out. You talking about gleeking? Yeah. That's not where your adrenal glands are? No, your adrenal glands are what gives you your adrenaline. It's where the adrenaline comes oh. from. It's under your arms? It is not under your arms, no. <laughs> well, where is that? Your adrenal glands are sitting on top of your kidneys. <laughs> on the kidneys? Yeah, each one of your kidneys has an adrenal gland. 
All right. So here's the deal, Jason. Uh, will Charlie Brown no kidneys? I'm gonna say no. We we both failed. So <laughs> I'm gonna say nay. <laughs> I'm gonna go with, gonna go with <laughs> nay on this one. <laughs> nay on this one to stay yes. in the game. Otherwise, Christina wins. This is an easy nay. <laughs> he says it's easy nay. Nay is final answer. F two. What's he gonna get? Ooh, now you're going deep. That's my man. That's my man. Kidneys, baby. I got you. <laughs> oh, no. He doesn't. Which means oh, what? Christina wins. Hey, congratulations. Dang, Jason. Look, how did I, he know I don't know how he knew it either, but uh, he did. And uh, that's what we're going to have to go with here. Uh, mind well, blown. Mind blown. Mind blown, yes. But thank you so much, Jason, for playing. We really thank appreciate you. you coming back on with thank us. Christina. I'll be, I'll be playing. I'll be playing again. Okay, thank I you so know much. you'll be listening again. You got another chance later today to win some tickets. Yes. Christina. Have a good day, guys. Thank Have you. You day. too. Thank you. Christina, congratulations to you. You are the winner. You're going to have a choice Yay. between two My pair of tickets. Yeah, which ones do you want? Do you want to go see Kid Rock or Mammoth WVH? Kid Rock's playing over at Thunder Valley. Kid Rock, let's go. Kid Rock, let's, let's go. go. All right. That means we still have those Mammoth WVH tickets to give out later in the show. And we are going to tell you exactly how you can get those tickets. So make sure that you are staying tuned to the BS on 98 Rock. We appreciate you listening to the BS on 98 Rock. I am your host today. It's your girl, Nikki D. There's my guy Nelson over there. And we are holding it down while Bailey is back in Atlanta. His daughter is graduating today from high school. And we saw this breaking news yesterday. And Nelson said, yo, we have got to talk about it. The Foo Fighters yesterday announced their newest drummer. And the way that they announced it was actually pretty cool. Yeah, everybody's kind of been uh, on bated breath, basically, going, who is it that's going to replace Taylor Hawkins? Of course, Taylor Hawkins, uh, sadly, he lost his life. Um, what was it last year? Now it's been over a year now and they canceled a bunch of tour dates. Uh, but the, the band had always said, Hey, we're going to, uh, we're going to keep going. There's how, nothing- did, how did he pass away? Well, it was, uh, it was, was it, suicide? Health, it wasn't suicide, but it was health, uh, issues that were exacerbated by the use of drugs. Oh, okay. I do remember that. So it wasn't, it wasn't a situation where he, it wasn't intended obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just, you know, you sometimes when you're a rock star, you live a hard life. And so what? how did they do the announcement? I know you said it was a, a bunch of videos that was cut up and it was kind of pretty cool how they teed it up for them to come out. You got some clips you're going to play? Yeah, so the whole thing was they uh, they messed with people. So the whole the idea was that they released a video and in the video they said, okay, the Foo Fighters have revealed their new drummer. Ooh. And so it's all of the Foo Fighters just standing around. Mm-hmm. It's like a black and white video. I saw it on TikTok. I love the, black and white videos. The first thing they did was they started bringing in famous drummers to throw you off. Oh, that everybody knew. Thinking, oh, this guy, is this guy going to join the Foo Fighters? And it starts off with Chad Smith of the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hey! hey, hey Chad, man. Man. What's up? How you doing? I'm great. Hey. Um, is a white Mercedes blocking me? Oh, okay. Uh, is that you, Rami? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll be there in a second. Thanks, Chad. All right, All right brother. Sorry, bud. Thanks, Chad. And so that was the first little clip. And so that was the first little clip there. Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers coming in and uh, and and kind of head faking everybody. Oh, okay. So people will be like, oh, my gosh, is the drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers joining the Foo Fighters? Is he? No, he's just coming no. to get somebody to move his car out. 
So then they go to the next drummer. They start kind of talking about it. They talk about how the Red Hot Chili Peppers, oh, you remember when we went on tour with the Red Hot Chili Peppers? And, oh, that was really cool. Mm -hmm. And then the next famous drummer comes in. Dude! It's Tommy Lee of Molly Crew. Oh, okay. Yes! Thanks. Oh, you're the best. Thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> He's playing the kitchen for us, would right, you? Cool. Okay, cool. And so Tommy Lee came in. Another fake pump. Yeah. Tommy Tommy Lee came in with the uh with the uh the Pizza? PF Changs. Oh, PF Changs, some Chinese food. Yeah. You gotta eat when you're getting ready to drum. Well, oh yeah, especially when you look at Tommy Lee. He's just like a, a real thin guy. So uh yeah, Tommy Lee could have easily been the drummer for the Foo Fighters. Do you think he would have accepted if they would have asked him? Mm, only because Motley Crue is on tour right now and still doing their farewell tour, I would say no. Conflict of interest, right? Well, yeah, plus he um, he had some health issues himself. Like, he hurt himself getting ready for tour. This drummer is temporary. Like, they're not going to make new no, music. They just need they are temporary. New, they've made new music, yes. There's actually a new oh. song that's out now. Now, here's the deal. The drummer they've hired is going to be their 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 touring drummer. Mm-hmm. Okay? Dave Grohl is more than capable of drumming for the Foo Fighters. Right, without Obviously, help. He, well, he got his start as a drummer for Nirvana. Okay. Okay, so, and he's a, multi, he's a multi-talented um, musician. Uh, when it comes to that. So he can cover all of the... He could make the whole album himself. He could literally be Trent Reznor. Okay. So now, this one is my favorite one that comes in. Because this guy is one of the most prolific drummers that is still with us today. And of that would time. be... The, I, I think so. I think he should be in the conversation, but he, he rarely is. Who is it? His name is Danny Carey. He's the drummer for Tool. Oh. Hey. Hey. hey! What's up, buddy? Uh, I groomed your poodles for you. Oh, oh you didn't. <laughs> your poodles. Uh-huh. What a bro. <laughs> what a bro. Oh, you just leave him out back. That's right. fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I got to get back to rehearsal. All yeah. Right. You got to get back to rehearsal for, uh, right. you know. See you, Danny. Hey, bro. Thanks, the Foo Fighters have poodles? I don't know. Oh, it's that's just, cute. Again, it's, just a, it's like just a head fake. Yeah, it's just to throw you off. And then throughout all of the videos, they... They keep saying, you know, oh, is it going to be this guy? Is it going to be this guy? Is it going to be this guy? And who it ends up being is a, a really great drummer. He's a drummer that's been in a lot of acts. He's a drummer that's been a session drummer, what they call a session drummer for a long time. Mm-hmm. His name is Josh Freeze. Fans are pretty excited about that. Yes. Uh, they're excited about it simply because simply because he's a, a, a legendary drummer. Okay, so a new era is beginning for the Foo Fighters. They got a new drummer, Josh Freeze, and people are seemingly welcoming him. Welcoming him. Welcoming him. Why can't I in. say welcoming him? Welcoming. Welcoming him in. <laughs> you're at, you're at you gotta extra. have a. You gotta say welcoming. welcoming. There's no two ings. Well, how do you say welcoming him? Welcoming in. in. Well, welcoming him in. in. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Know a certain words like that that I cannot get to roll quite properly off my tongue. Uh-huh. I don't know why. And I don't know that it's a problem until I have to say the word. Like when I say it in my mind a lot or I write it, it makes sense. When I have to say it out loud, it's like, why that word don't go right? I don't understand. It's the craziest <laughs> thing. But welcome to the Foo Fighters, Josh. Yes. See, I'll just say it like that. So so happy that the Foo Fighters are continuing on because, God, they're one of the best <laughs> bands out there. I'll go around the mulberry bush. All right, I got your second round of headlines coming up, and I'm going to tell you why Brittany Greener's return to the WNBA has left some people angry and how you can make even more money on TikTok. That's coming up next right here on the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, news. 
time for today's top two. Headlines. All right, we are back for our second round of headlines. Yep, Bailey is out. He's out at uh, his celebrating graduation with his daughter in Atlanta. And Nikki D has got your headlines. Go ahead. Brittany Griner is back on the court, but her coach is pissed. H3. Now to Brittany Griner returning to the WNBA court for the first official game since spending 10 months in a Russian prison. Brittany Griner's head coach is not happy that her fans did not turn out in droves to welcome her back to the court. Uh, to the court. Um, some of you may have been following the story. She was detained by Russia last year going through security. Um, they found some uh, vapes, I think, in her bag. It was uh, marijuana, though. So they were, car- they were spent the cartridges that still had minute amounts of marijuana in them. Yeah, but they arrested her and was trying to imprison her for a long, long time. They put her in some real Russian jail, like deep in the jail. I know. Like, I think she said she was sitting in on kind of on the floor and she couldn't even stand all the way up because she's very tall. But ugh, she got out of that. So she returned to the court Saturday night. 10,000 fans showed up out of a possible 19,000 that could have showed up. And when I talked to the uh, coach after the game, she said, I mean, it was great. But honestly, come on, L.A., we did not sell out the arena, and she was not happy about that. Even though Brittany did have a really good game, she went on to score a lot of points, um, the coach still wasn't happy about that. No, and they they probably should have showed up. But if every time you're going to sell out an arena, isn't it when the star player comes home, especially after all that that struggle? Yeah, but then that, that also, to me, goes to show how the WNBA, it doesn't get the same support as the NBA and other sports like that. Kind of doesn't matter what you have going on. People aren't going to come out if they're not interested in the sport, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I give you that. So that's that's my belief system because I've always heard for the longest women that are doing sports saying that women's sports don't get the same support as men's sports. Well, if you're in the rest of the WNBA, you definitely got to not be feeling good about about things right now if they can't sell out that show. You know exactly, because I mean? what's happening for you all's games uh-huh. is coming up. All right, our next story. If you're a TikToker, you want to listen up for this one, H4. The TikTok watching job is back and better than ever. While most companies are doing layoffs and cutting wages, we decided to double the hourly wage so you can now earn $100 an hour for a total of 10 hours of scrolling. So there's a company by the name of, wait for it, Ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. There you go. (laughs) It's a marketing company, and they're going to pay three people $1,000 each to binge watch TikTok for $100 an hour. Total of 10 hours. And the reason why they're doing this, they're saying, is because they want to discover emerging new trends. But it kind of sounds like they just want to gain some public attention and people to go to their website, ubiquitousinfluence.com, because that's where you have to go sign up. Nelson, don't laugh. You know these words. (laughs) These words really get me. I had two hard words in one segment, but I brought Mm -hmm. that on myself. I should have separated them. I should (laughs) have spread them out. So they one at the top, one at the bottom. (laughs) So that I ain't have two hard words at one time. (laughs) You're going to learn. You're going to learn at some point. If you want to know how to get this gig, you just go on their website, fill out an application, and if they pick you, you'll get the money. This will be a perfect job for Nelson. Oh, yeah. I mean, TikTok should already be paying me to watch their videos. But what it seems like TikTok is the lowest paying entity out of all the social media platforms that pay you money anyway. I agree. They because they can, because everybody's on it, so they don't have to it's not like they have to entice you as a creator. I guess so. It's I where guess. the audience is. 
I guess so. I, I feel you. Well, we appreciate you all listening to the show thus far. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at Listen to the BS. Uh, our YouTube is The Bailey Show, mm-hmm. I do believe. I think that's correct. I think I'm pretty good at that. Yep, and then you'll get to see some old videos, uh, old interviews, even before uh, the BS came out here to SAC. And yeah. Get yourself caught up. So coming up in this next segment, we're going to have a little chizzy, chizzy chat about uh, – I'm staying over at Bailey's. I'm dog sitting for him again. He's back in Atlanta. His daughter's graduating from high school. And y'all know the struggle for me be really real, having to keep dogs and keep a house and do things. And then I, was, I get bored. I, I thought you were going to go. I thought you went rogue this weekend. I didn't know that you had actually uh, gone, followed the chain of command. Oh, no, I didn't go rogue. I, mm-hmm. I followed the chain of command. And I'm going to tell you why Nelson thought I went rogue and what I did <laughs> to make him think I went rogue. <laughs> When we come back from the commercial break, this is The BS on 98 Rock. Welcome back to The BS. It is your host, Nikki D. We are here with Nelson as well. I promise every single day I learn something new. Yeah, we're holding it down for Bailey. (laughs) Bailey's out of town right now, so that's why Nikki D in the big chair today. Listen, I just found out that Phil Collins (laughs) coming in the air tonight. He does not say, oh, Lord. I have said, oh, Lord, my whole life. Hold on. <laughs> she kept saying it, and I kept saying, hold on to her, and she's like, okay, what, what am I holding on for? I don't know what I'm holding on for. I can't feel it coming in the, the air tonight. Mm. Oh, oh, Lord. Mm. I've said that my whole life. Huh? That is insane. <laughs> Welcome back to the BS. Make sure if you're not already, go follow us on all of our social media platforms at Listen to the BS. I'm getting ready to ask you a question right now. Mm -hmm. If you have stayed at someone's house, what are the things you have had to ask permission for? And and we want the audience to participate as well. So if you want to call in and be a part of this conversation, call us at 916-909-0985. And if you've ever had to house it or stay over somebody's house, or maybe you were roommating with somebody and you felt like you had to ask permissions for certain things, we want to hear what that is. So over the weekend, uh, you all know that I am house sitting for Bailey. He is out Mm -hmm. back in Atlanta and I was bored and, and I'm there by myself and uh, we went out to Bruise and the Burbs, said it right again, huh, look at me. And so I was like, afterwards, I asked uh, Nelson and our wonderful midday friend, Mickey, if they wanted to come back and uh, and swim with me because Bailey has this bomb pool with a hot tub. Oh, so nice. And who wants to be in there by themselves? So no. I invited them to, to come swim with me. Yeah, and I thought you just decided I thought you made a command decision and said, you know what? I'm just going to invite people over to Bailey's house. You thought I made an executive decision? Yeah, and I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. I almost backed out on you until I knew. <laughs> well, look. I was going to ghost you. I make a lot of executive decisions, if I got to be honest, right? But in this case, the reason why I did not make an executive decision to just invite someone over is because I've been in a predicament myself where somebody has been staying in my home and just doing whatever they want with no regard of how I feel about what they're doing in my home. So I would not do that to someone else. Even though I felt like he wouldn't be upset because he knows you. He knows Mickey. It's fine. But sure. still, when you're in somebody else's house, you got to be respectful of that. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I still think if you don't ask, he would be upset. 
even though he knows me. Oh, he you get would what I'm saying? definitely be upset. Definitely, definitely. Well, because the man has rules. What do we know about Bailey? He's he got has rules. rules. <laughs> all the rules and all the things. And you got to do this and you got to do that. And you got to do it this way. Well, you got to do it that way. And I'm not about to violate any of those rules, okay? I'm, I'm happy to be gainfully employed here in Sacramento. But do you know what he said when I said, can Nelson and Mickey come back and swim? <laughs> what? He probably <laughs> act like you were stupid. Why would you even ask? No, no, no. He said yes, okay. but there was a stipulation involving you i did get a stipulation involving you did i break that stipulation was i a good boy he said that uh you could come Mm -hmm. but you can't touch nothing in this house (laughs) and i was also given strict instructions that you better not break nothing in there or it's my behind that's gonna be on the stake if you break his stuff that's what he said. You know what I'm saying? That's what he said. I can see that. I didn't touch anything. I tried to, um, I will say this. I did try. I didn't want to erase your note, but I tried to put a note on the fridge. Oh. I thought, listen, this guy, he has got a fridge from the future. Now, he, he didn't He didn't buy this, okay? The fridge came with the house. So let me say that first. But it's not unlike him to buy something like that. I don't think. No, it wouldn't be because he has all kind of gadgets and things and things that go to things that he never even uses. So at least he uses the fridge. What surprises me about the fridge is it didn't have, of all the things it has, it doesn't have a camera. Uh, it doesn't? Uh-uh. Not that I found, and I'm pretty tech savvy. I went to the apps list. The, fr- the fridge has got apps. <laughs> it it does have apps because I had to go in there to find the music to play for the dogs. <laughs> His dogs have to have music playing when you leave his house. Now, that's not so weird. I would leave a TV on for my cats, but that was because I hoped that one day they would come home and they would speak English. I tell my dog to lay down, be quiet. I'll be back when I get back, and you'll be fine. Dogs don't watch TV or listen to music. I don't know why y'all think they do, but they don't. They do not. So, yeah, you have to turn the music on on the fridge. Yeah, so I was looking for a camera on the fridge because I wanted to leave a a, a shirtless selfie on the fridge because I went swimming. So when I went in for a little... uh. Coca-Cola oh in there. Oh, my gosh. He would have died. Oh, there'd be nothing he could do about it because he hasn't figured out how to take your note off. He said, this is what he said, right? Because I, I I confronted him about the note. I said, why did you leave this note on the refrigerator? You don't know how to take it off, do you? He's like, I know how to take it off. I just um, I just like it, so I keep it up there. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't know how to it take it off. It is really sweet, though, that he would keep it up there. I want to believe that he's got a sweetness inside him like that. Heck, no, nah, he don't know how to delete it. The minute he figures out, that note will be gone. The dogs are Gucci, will be gone. Like, as soon as, uh, like, when you're over at somebody's house and you've already asked for one thing, follow me on this one. Mm-hmm. If you've already asked for one thing, like, hey, can I get a soda or whatever? Yeah, have whatever you want. Once they say have whatever you want, do you continue to ask for another one or will you go in and get a second soda? Okay, it depends on when you first come in and they say, oh, help yourself. Go uh-huh. to the fridge. Get what you want. Uh-huh. Then in that case, if I, well, I don't normally drink two sodas at, in one setting. Gotcha. But if I did, then I'd probably, yeah, just go back and get another one. But if if it was I asked, can I have one? Mm-hmm. And they said, sure, grab one. Oh, like, you yep. know what I'm saying? Then I would grab one and I wouldn't go back in the refrigerator without asking at all. Yeah, because it's not like a party situation. You're just coming over to the house. It's not in the, right. the cooler or whatever. If it's in the cooler, you can you do whatever you want, whether that's having a cold adult beverage or, or whatever. Like last night, I know you've said a, a thousand times that you don't even drink soda, but you bought a bunch of soda because you know I was going to be over. I knew you, you were coming to my house. And you know you're going to have family over at the house. Mm-hmm. I know that we went over 
to your house to plan stuff for the show mm-hmm. and that it was implied that I could have a soda. Absolutely. I took a soda without saying anything and it was, I have felt horrible about it ever since. <laughs> Why? I saw you take it and open it and drink it. I know. And I felt like, I wanted to vomit the whole time. And then after I had opened it, I realized I hadn't said anything and you hadn't said anything. And then I was like, no, I can't say anything now because it's going to be weird if I bring it up now. But again, it depends on the relationship that you have with the person. I I feel like me and you are close enough that, you know, you can go in my refrigerator and get you something to drink. I literally bought the drink because you were coming (laughs) over and went crazy. I get back to my house and realize that I've bought two cases of soda, which I don't drink. No. I've bought, no, I bought three. No, I bought two cases of the 12 packs. Yes. Then I bought the the Dr. Peppers oh, in yeah, the bottles because I know bottles. Nelson likes those. Mm-hmm. And then I bought myself some like sports drinks <laughs> that I actually drink. I so I had all this stuff in my refrigerator to drink and I don't have no food. Yeah, you don't, do you? It's no. all you on a liquid diet. <laughs> I don't have any food. I just have a bunch of stuff in my refrigerator. But yeah, I think it depends on relationship and the relationship you have with the person as to the permissions you need when you're in somebody's house and uh-huh. what you should do. You know, things like that. Well, I'm sorry I didn't ask, but I feel like I should have. But then at that point, it had been too long. No, you were fine not to ask. It was okay. Get get you a soda. Get your drink. They have to get gone somehow. <laughs> or they'll just sit in my refrigerator. So are you a night owl or are you a morning person? I am a awake when I'm finally awoken person. I don't know about you. Like, it doesn't matter when I have to get up. I don't want to wake up. But when I am awake, You're I'm up. in it for what at whatever time. I've always said that I'm not a morning person, but I'm finding out now that I'm an afternoon person uh-huh. that I much more prefer mornings. Yes. So I I'm, think I'm going to switch myself back to being a morning person. But okay. I'm going to tell you how you can become a morning person if you are not already after this break. This is your girl Nikki D on 98 Rock, the BS. This is The Bailey Show. This is your host, Nikki D. Over there is Nelson. Uh, later on in the show, coming up in the next hour, we're going to have a chance for you to win tickets to see Mammoth WVAs at Ace of Spades. That's going to be taking place on August 26th. You're going to have to keep listening. I've been wanting to say this since we started working here, so I'm going to say it because it's the only day I'm going to ever be able to say okay, it. because Bailey's not here. Because he ain't here. Gotcha. We're filling so in for Bailey today. We are filling in for Bailey today. So if you want to win these tickets, right, you have to keep it locked to 98 <laughs> Rock. <laughs> You got to keep a lot of 98 Rock. I ain't going to be able to say that no more, so I'm getting it out of the day. Because he don't like that? He ain't going to like it. He ain't going to like it. Embarrassing is what he would say. Cheesy radio. That's cheesy. But I'm doing it. I'm saying it. So make sure y'all stay tuned in with us if you want a chance to win those Listen, he's not going to be mad at you. He's going to be mad at me for letting you do it. He's going to say, why didn't you hit the button and dump that up? I'm wild today. I'm wild. You know what that sounds like? (laughs) Don't do that. It sounds like the truth is (sighs) Saurus. I'm here for the truth, though. Uh All right. So according to a new study at Baylor, right, there are four things that can help you be a morning person if you are not already. Now, before the break, we asked, who do you think you are, your morning person or a night owl? So here is one of the four things that you can do in order to become a morning person if you're not. See how easy these four things are. Do you want to guess what one of them is? 
Um, I'm going to guess that it's it has something to do with uh, the kind of lights you keep on at the end of the night, like not staring at a TV or a phone or... Up phone and TV is actually number one on the list. Put your phone down and turn your TV off. They're saying do not use any electronics close to the time that you're going to bed and definitely not while you're in the bed. But here's the thing. Most people have a TV in where? Their bedroom. Yeah, in every room. Well, who doesn't have a TV in every room, it seems like, anymore? I met a lady some years ago, though, that told me she does not have a TV in her bedroom, and she has never had one in there because when hmm. she goes in her room, she goes in there to go to sleep. And I myself personally do not sleeping, do not like sleeping with the TV on. I like for my TV to be off. I want it dark. I want it quiet because that's the only way I can fall asleep. You want it quiet? Yes. Oh, I can't do quiet. I want it dark and quiet. I, I don't want the noise. TV on. I don't want to be listening to music. I don't want none of that. I want it quiet. What about like a white noise? No, I don't think that stuff helps. None of that helps if you can't sleep the white noise. Let me tell you what I found that. You want African-American noise? I don't want African-American <laughs> noise. I just want peace and quiet. I don't want no noise. No noise. Okay? None of it. All right. African-American noise. The second thing that can help you become a morning person if you aren't is to only drink coffee in the morning. And that is something that I do. I've heard that from a lot of people that, like, coffee, any kind of highly caffeinated beverage messes people up at different hours of the day. So I found out late in life that I was ADHD. Mm-hmm. So caffeine doesn't make a dent in me. I can drink all the caffeine I want and it never affects me. Because you still stay up anyway? I, I will stay up and I can fall asleep on it. Like, I I can fall asleep on caffeine pills. I was talking about you when Mia Mia went out this weekend uh-huh. because she That's was telling me. Station. Yeah, Mia from our sister station, uh, KSFM. Uh, she was telling me that she... um all these different places around to go. She's like, oh, you could go to Reno and you can go here and there. And I'm like, yeah, Nelson's been to all those places. Uh-huh. And she's like, really? Well, yeah. why haven't you gone? I said, because Nelson can't sleep. So he just, in the middle of the <laughs> night, decides to drive to these random places. He go- ends up in Reno in the middle of a snowstorm about to fall off of a cliff. Yeah, that was uh, that was wild. I went early on when we first got out here to SAC. I decided I'm going to take a day trip. But I decided to take the day trip to Reno at like 2 in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. my whole point was to go out there and and find a, a comedy show or something to watch because I thought it was like Vegas light, and then mm-hmm. I was going to maybe get a hotel room there. I got there. It's just a bunch of casinos in the desert. So I was like, nah, I'm going to come home. And like you said, I got caught in a snowstorm up in the mountains. Oh, yeah, in Tahoe, right? Yeah, I was on my way back from Tahoe, basically, oh, over the Sierra Nevada. Oh, goodness. That's what I told him. I was like, he's about to slide off a cliff and mm-hmm. die because he's just driving around in the middle of the night. Yeah. Not my jam. All right, the number three thing you can do is don't take long naps. Oh, I'm, see, this is the worst. I'm definitely guilty of this. Yeah, I did, like I did this yesterday. How long? I went to sleep for two and a half hours before I met you for dinner. <laughs> see, now most people would say that that's a sleep, that's not a nap, but to me that sounds about right. I can't, I cannot get up. So it's like I could have had eight hours of sleep. I could have half hour of sleep. I can't force myself to get up. Me either. And that's and that was yesterday because we had plans to go to dinner. So my alarm was set. I, number one, wasn't supposed to go to sleep because I had stuff to do. But I just felt so tired and I sat down and I fell asleep. And then my alarm went off and I'm like, I got to get up. But I did not want to get up. Mm-hmm. I was so tired. All right. The last thing that you should not do if this you want to become yeah. a morning person, and this is the most important, don't exercise in the evening. Oh, that's easy. 
<laughs> it's easy for you. That's <laughs> eh, a simple one right there. Easy Save for the best you. For you don't exercise. But mm-hmm. I have started a new routine where I exercise in the morning. And I will say I've missed the last few mornings because I've been running around. My schedule's been crazy. But I do feel a lot better when I exercise in the morning. I've never exercised really in the evening. So I don't know if I would feel good or not. But those are the four things you need to do if you want to be a morning person. I can see why you would want to exercise in the evening just because maybe it'll make you tired, I guess. But, like, doesn't exercise energize you? Exercise energizes you. That's why Mm -hmm. they say don't do it in the evening because it'll be harder for you to sleep because your adrenaline's up, your blood's rushing, you feeling pumped. I sound like an exercise um, know-it-all, don't I? Yeah, now I I need uh, a doctor (laughs) to recommend not exercising in the morning or the afternoon, and I'll be set. No doctor's going to recommend that, Nelson. (laughs) Nice try, though. (laughs) We have our third round of headlines coming up. We are willing and dealing today. This show is flying by. I'm getting ready to tell you why the latest golf champ has ruffled some feathers Mm. and where birds are going extinct. That's going to be coming up next right here on The BS on 98 Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all Headlines. Bailey is out of town. He is serving up some graduation good vibes with his daughter down in Atlanta. He'll be back in tomorrow. Until then, Nikki D, you still got some headlines. Third round of headlines. And first up, golf has a new champion, H5. I appreciate you making me cry. I'm living a dream. I'm making sure that I enjoy this moment. I've learned that after my 46 years of life. It's not going to get better than this. There's no way. No chance in hell. Is that your cousin Nelson? Why? Because he's crying. Ain't no way in hell. I'll never have another chance like this again. Okay, talk your trash. Now say his name. (laughs) Say his name. His name, okay, is Brooks Kip Kipka. Kip 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 Kipka. Brooks Kipka. He won. (laughs) Kipka. Yeah, it's just Kipka. Kip Kipka. He uh, recently won the PGA Tour. And- he, went, he won the PGA. I got to just take for it. Okay. He won the PGA Championship, which is one of the majors. <laughs> He's on. That's a part of the PGA Tour. It's confusing because they call it the PGA Championship, but it is a tour event, just like Wimbledon and tennis is a grand slam for tennis. Yeah. This is one of what they call the major tournaments. And people are angry that he won, though, right? Because he left one event and went to another. Yeah, the, it's uh, it's split as to whether people are happy about it or not, because he, among other people, have won, uh, gone to play for what's called the LIV tournament. And so the LIV was organized by the Saudi uh, government, essentially. It's, uh, it's backed by the Saudi Arabians. But they pay more money, they right? They pay a ton of money. but there And there's no what they call cuts. So the way a major championship works is on on Friday, people play, and they have to get to a certain number, and anyone that doesn't have a score that's lower than that number, they, they're done for the rest of the day. Oh, okay. So they're not, they're not in that tournament anymore. There's no cuts in an LIV tournament. But immediately after the LIV came out, there were a bunch of guys that said, well, I'm going to go. I'm going to play here and make a, a ton of money. You're not the only game in town. And then the PGA tried to say, well, listen, you can't come play over here anymore. Oh, so if you go play with them, you can't play with me. What makes this such a big deal is Kepka is the first one to win a major tournament after leaving for the LIV. They said there was a curse of the LIV because he fell apart in the Masters. He almost won the Masters as well. This is his third PGA Championship, which puts, which puts him in rarefied air. There's very few other guys that have three PGA Championships. Mm-hmm. He's also, it sets him now with five total major wins. It sets him one major victory behind Phil Mickelson, who's regarded as one of the best players in the entire sport. Oh, so he done passed up Tiger. 
No, I mean Tiger's still uh, Tiger's still the goat. Oh, he's still the goat. Okay, I don't know. I just look golf. I'm like, are they better than Tiger? Yeah, no. Okay. I mean Tiger. Let me know. The thing about Tiger Woods is he transformed golf. Before Tiger Woods, guys that were golfers were fat and smoked and drank. Tiger came in and turned golfers into professional athletes. Oh, okay. See, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, Tiger Woods completely changed the face of golf. You go back to when Tiger started and watch the the shape of golfers the years afterwards, and within five years, you already started seeing these guys get into, like, intense physical fitness. They were getting down to the science of their swing, not just the feel of it. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he revolutionized golf. Yeah, because all the golfers that I see kind of like on the magazine covers, TVs, when they cover news, they all look like they're pretty fit and nice looking, you know. Tiger got 15. He's got 15 majors. Brooks has got five. Oh, okay. So (laughs) then it's not. Well, you said he was only below one other person. Well, what I'm saying is he's below Phil Mickelson, who is arguably uh, one of the greatest that have ever played it as well. He gets a lot of... he gets a lot of uh, love. Phil Mickelson does. Okay, so when you go out there to play golf, oh, I mean, God. are you inspired at all by Tigers? You know, fitness goals and things like how you be looking out there? No, I'm more like a, 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 a John Daly, <laughs> He's a fat alcoholic. <laughs> plays. So. I gotta go with you the next time you play golf. Yeah, you'll, you'll have a fun time. Next up, America's birds are dropping like flies. H six. The massive losses extend across the United States and Canada, according to a new study in the journal Science. In all, researchers have seen a 29% decline over the past 50 years. Nearly 3 billion birds have disappeared. America's birds are under siege. Um, They are literally at the risk right now of extinction. And some people might be saying like, oh, who cares if birds are extinct? But think about it. What is planet Earth going to be with no animals, no birds, things like that? And so right now the problem is some of it is climate. um, Some of it is habitat, their habitat space and things like that being lost. Some of it is disease. But the part that we can control is there's still people being arrested for shooting birds and and things like that for recreation. Like when I read this story, I, I immediately thought, no birds. I love birds. Sometimes birds do get a little annoying when they up early in the morning. Like, <laughs> outside the window. But we need birds. So I'm like, what is Earth with no birds? What it's going to be too do? many bugs. Think how many bugs you're going to have with no birds. Birds, birds eat, eat the bugs. bugs. Birds eat the bugs. I didn't know birds eat bugs. Think I about thought it. Birds, birds eat bugs. Just ate bird food and worms. I mean, a worm a bug too. But yeah, a birds worm eat bugs. is not a bug. A worm, what is a worm? A worm is a worm. Oh my God. Is anyway. a worm a bug? <laughs> it's not oh an insect, gosh. I don't believe, but a worm is a... Somebody need to tell me what family the worm belongs to, because I didn't think it was the bug family. I'm not afraid of worms. I'm afraid of bugs. I saw a snail the other day, and it made my heart feel so good. Ask me why. Why? Why does a snail make your heart feel so Because good? it reminds me of my childhood. I haven't seen snails since I was a little a little gal, and it made me feel good. You don't care about it. I don't. I don't care you about don't snails. Care about it. You don't care about snails. You don't care about birds. You don't care for- about animals. You don't care about the world. <laughs> you just don't care about it. I was looking to find out what worms were for you. They're not insects, so that's all I can give you. I don't know what they are. What family they belong to? So but see, they're not bugs. It's a bug. I don't think it's a bug. <laughs> all right, here is your chance. Okay, if you want to win these tickets to see Mammoth. 
WVH. He's going to be playing an ace of spades. You, I know. When you talk about like the size of a talent playing at a venue that's that intimate as ace of spades, like this is one of those times where you're going to be like, man, I don't want to miss this concert. Exactly. This is going to be the concert you go to that you say, you know what? I saw Mammoth. I saw Wolfgang mm-hmm. at the Ace of Spades in Sacramento back in 23. And we were over there when we went downtown probably like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And it was jumping. That place is jumping. Yeah, he's an arena act and he's playing in the Ace of Spades, which you could not get any closer to him, honestly. It's going to be awesome. Ugh, awesome, awesome. So this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to call us at 916-909-0985. And whoever gives us the story of the best way you have had to break tragic news to someone, <laughs> like something horrific that you just did not want to tell them, uh-huh. but you had to, call us in. Let us hear your stories. We're going to vote on whoever has the best story. And whoever that person is, that's who we're going to give those tickets to. And we're not just doing this for our health. We have something to, to, to break. So uh, stand by to hear this breaking news. One of us on this show has possibly um, let something die, and uh, we might have to talk about it. Oh so uh, keep it locked. We will be back to talk about that in just a minute. This is the BS on 98 Rock. Welcome back to the BS. It is your host, Nikki D. I'm sitting in. For Jason Bailey, he's back in Atlanta at his daughter's graduation. But here with me is Nelson. Mm-hmm. Nelson is here. And uh, this is what's up for grabs right now. We're asked, we were asking before the break if you have a story of something that tragically happened to you and you had to break the news to someone. Uh, we have some people lined up already. Whoever gives us the best story are getting ready to win tickets to go see Mammoth WBH at Ace of Spades. Now, if you want to know why this question was asked, I'm going to tell you. Okay? Yeah. So the record straight. <laughs> let's set the record straight. <laughs> and let's let me calm down Bailey's beating heart. He's probably frantically looking through his cameras <laughs> right now, counting his dogs, trying to see if one of them's dead. No, all the dogs are alive. I don't let anything happen on my watch. Except I mean, you, I might let them escape. A you did bit. let one escape. Yeah, that would be, uh, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I recovered it. That's all that matters was the recovery. But there's a thread that was posted. I think this might have been on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And the thread literally says, when the dog you are pet sitting dies, do you tell the dog owner while they are away? Mm. And my heart immediately said, oh, is this a sign for me? Like, am I going to go back to his house when those dogs will be there? Oh, Hopefully not. I don't think so. Which but one would it be? The fat one? Probably heart, heart <laughs> It would be the fat one because before I left today, he was just dragging around and lugging around. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. You got to go back in the house. I got to go to work. Right. And he's like, I don't want to go in the house. So I had to like kind of drag him a little bit and oh. he wouldn't walk. So then I tried to pick him up. He's heavy. Whew, it was a thing. So people on the thread was saying, I would 100% want to know, and I would cut my vacation short and come home. Would you cut your vacation short if you were on vacation and, and somebody told you your dog died? Oh, probably not. I'm not going to lie. I definitely would not cut Cost my a- vacation short. We did a news story where the lady's husband died and she didn't stop vacationing. Now, if my husband died, well, if my wife dies. I'm I'm coming back for that. The lady kept right on sailing on a boat with her dead husband down in a freezer. You remember that? Story. I do, but some of that was the cost. It, uh, uh, it all breaks down to cost, and it's not like he he died with her. I see on that story. I feel like I would maybe finish out the cruise too. <laughs> mm, no, I would have been out of there as fast as I could. Pretty much everybody on this thread was saying that they would cut their vacation short and go back home if their dog died. I think I would want to know. 
before I got home, but I would want to know towards the end of it so that there was no re- reason for me to, you know, like, let's say I'm on a five-day vacation. Mm-hmm. Then you wait till day four and you tell me. See, I don't I don't want to tell you. I want to wait. <laughs> I want you to come home, right? Oh, that's the worst. Oh, and then the I'd be like, look, we got to have a conversation. Like, I didn't want you to be driving and crying oh, and reckless. Look, <laughs> driving and crying. I don't want you to be driving and crying and wreck your car or any of, the th- or any of those things. So I don't want to tell you this while you're gone. I want to talk to you now, face to face. This is what happened, you know, and, and do it that way. That's how I would do it. I would not tell him. Like, when Bailey's dog got out and I lost it, I was like, okay, look, my mom's on the phone. She's like, are you going to call him? I'm like, no, I'm not going to call him. First of all, I'm going to find this dog. Mm-hmm. And if I don't find the dog, I'm going to pack all my stuff up and put it in my car. Well, that way it's a little bit different because that you're going to stick, you're going to pack up all your stuff and run? Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to put all my things in my car. Okay, what's he called? One of them is Grandma Jen Jen, right? Yes. Okay, so here it is. Now, I'm not wishing this on anybody, but Nikki D for us right now, we want you to show us how you would let him know, knowing that you've let him come home from Atlanta. Uh-huh. You did not tell him. Go ahead. <clears throat> um, Bailey, I feel um, sick to my stomach to have to uh, break this news to you, uh, but I wanted you to enjoy your trip. I wanted you to enjoy your daughter, Okay. And I want you to enjoy your tennis, fellas. Better uh, while you were gone, <laughs> we had a little mishap here, okay? And I want I want to say that this is not my fault. That's what I want to start this off by saying. I left and went to work, all right? And when I left, all of the dogs were alive and well, okay? When I came back, Jin Jin was, was gone. Now, I don't really know what happened. You know, maybe you want to look at the cameras and sing. When I came in, she was laying down. I thought she was asleep. It wasn't until I tried to feed them and she never moved that I realized she was dead. Would you hold him at that point? Hold who? A bailing. Would you embrace him? No, I'm not going to touch him because I don't know if he gonna, it's going to be any sudden movements, <laughs> if he's going to try to hit me. I don't know. I'm not touching him. I'm not even standing close to him. I'm standing by the little door that swings open. So if I got to run through it or anything goes down, I got to be prepared. It could okay? for real be a kind of situation with that. It will that be one, one, one of those situations. So. so we have some listeners on the line. We're going to get their stories. Ben from Granite Bay. How are you doing, Ben? Hey, doing good. Have you had to break tough news with somebody before? Yeah, so it was a dog story, too. So uh, I was watching my parents dog for the weekend just you know ordinary weekend right and i'm mm-hmm. sitting on the couch and i'm cutting some stuff up with some scissors and my parents they got this little hyper wiener dog so it's, out of nowhere she just, just starts jumping up on my lap and the scissors basically goes right in her mouth and that's <gasps> a good chunk of it and so it starts bleeding everywhere so i had to take it to the bed and she got stitches they had to like have her spend the night and so i was like i had to tell my mom like oh shoot you know the dog's gonna have a little uh, mark on her uh, mouth when he get back. So, be real. You, the dog was yipping too much, and you said we're gonna fix this. You know, prison rules back in the day. He's trying to oh, snip man. a little tip of the tongue off. How about a little smile on that face? Yeah, a little smile. <laughs> she gave the dog an extra smile. Right, so All right, serious. Ben, hold on a second. We're going to hear uh, someone else's stories, and then we're going to vote which story we like the best to give these tickets out. Christine in Elk Grove, have you had to break bad news to someone? 
yes, mine's a little bit different. Mm. Um, I was just home from the military training as a med tech, and I was sitting at home with my husband and some of his friends, and we heard a pop outside. So we looked out, and all of a sudden, the sky's hopping over to our door comes in and he i swear he must have been in shock because he thought he had been shot by a bb gun as he's bleeding all over my carpet i had to break the news to him that he had been shot by a real gun all the while his friend is sitting in my kitchen helping himself to one of my oatmeal cream pies the friend that shot him no the friend that was with him while he shot (laughs) he just came in and started eating I'm the hammer he was hungry. Pie. Well, oatmeal cream pie. Can you blame a guy? That is well, wild. Yeah, physical injury makes people hungry. Well, everything makes me hungry. Oh, so physical injury makes me sick to my stomach seeing blood. That is wild. How, how, do you, how are you going to eat an oatmeal cream pie while your old boy's bleeding out right next to you? I don't know, but it had me laughing while I was holding pressure to his leg. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she was laughing. Now, did you do the did you do the old bodyguard technique, which is you're supposed to put a tampon in the bu- in the bullet hole? Did you know that? No. Yeah, did you know that, Christine? You was a, you said you was a med tech. No, he had no idea. My my husband's friends knew, which is probably why they opened the door. And I'm like, yeah, let's oh. just let them in when you know after they got shot. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's no big deal. At least he wasn't exchanging gunfire. Yeah, that's a trick a trick that I heard from an old uh, bodyguard that every bodyguard apparently knows that you're supposed to keep tampons on you because in case your your uh, person you're protecting gets shot, you can plug the wound with a tampon and the tampon expands. You know, women know that a tampon. Expands. Well, yeah, tampon does is it expands the whole blood. And that's exactly why you're supposed <laughs> to keep them. Do so you ever catch it? You ever catch a guy with a big pocket full of tampons and you know he don't got a girlfriend, that means he's protecting people from bullets. Oh, okay. Interesting. Hold good, on one good second. To we're going to put you on hold real quick and we're going to talk about the both of you while you can good still to hear know. us. All right. So those were the two stories we had. Out of Christine and Ben, we have to decide who we're going to give these mammoth tickets mm, to. Man. Which is tough because both of those stories are really good and funny. But See, like I think it was harder. This is what I'm going to. What do you think? I'm going to write mine down. Okay. So for me, I like both of their stories. Uh Um, I think both of them were really, really good. But I think that dog story is resonating a little bit more with me, even even the fact of him saying, like, the dog jumping up on him. Because when I was asleep last night, one of Bailey's dogs, like, jumped into my face. And out of reflexes, I, like, pushed him backwards. Uh Uh-huh. And then when I kind of woke up, I'm like, is the dog alive? Did it fall? Well, I don't have time. I don't need nothing happening to these dogs. I'm like, where did the dog go? <laughs> okay, the dog right. Okay. I was like, this is too much. When is he back? Okay. So the dog one's resonating more with me. So okay. I think I'm going to vote for Ben. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Real quickly. No, we're just, uh, it's just the three of us talking here. Um, <laughs> if I were to have you break the bad news to Christine about the fact that she ain't going to win these tickets. Would you be able to do that, do you think? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, if you can do it, then then I think she can't hear anything right now. Okay, so just it's hold just on a second. It's just us. It's just us. So hold on one second. We're going to get Christine. Get Christine. Bad news to her. Okay. Are you there, Christine? I'm here. Okay, I know she couldn't hear us when we were talking there. Cause, she could you know, No, I know, because the whole music doesn't play anything we were talking on the radio, mm-hmm. so she's going to pretend like she don't know. Uh, ben has something he'd like to say to you, Christine. I'm sorry. Christine, your story was just not good enough. <laughs> oh my god! 
that's cold blooded. <laughs> Man, that was not the way to do it. <laughs> it was soft and sweet. <laughs> Christine, I'm sorry. He broke the news about the dog a lot better than he broke the news to you on that one. We will have more tickets to see Mammoth as he is taking over Ace of Spades, and 98 Rock is presenting that show. We appreciate you giving us a call today, Christine. Uh, thank you so much on that. Thank one, you, man. Christine. <laughs> ben, we got to work on your tact, buddy. <laughs> that was not nice, Ben. I was like, oh, here's the music plan. Ben's going to say something nice to Christine. Like, I'm so sorry you didn't win the tickets this time. Call back tomorrow. Ben, you just ripped her. Cold blood. Story wasn't good, Christine. <laughs> you ain't getting no ticket. Roxanne. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so hold on for me, Ben. I'll get some information for you when we go on the commercial break. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Ben's going to go see Mammoth. I got one more issue to talk about before this show closes. Okay. You know, this has like been my therapy today. I've been (laughs) able to air out my issues and things going on and grievances and all of that. And it's been pretty fun. Well, on behalf of the audience, I'll take the $50 copay. Okay. Okay. uh Cool. 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 I like that. I like that. Uh, So you all know that I moved recently. I finally got my own place. I moved Mm -hmm. in last Saturday. Left Bailey's house, even though you're back now. I know. I left and I'm back, but I'm leaving again tomorrow. Glory. So my move-in process has not been uh, all that copacetic. You know, got mm-hmm. got a few little issues. Nelson had to do a little bamming to get some of my stuff to work <laughs> last night. And I'm not very happy right now. And I'm going to go through a rundown of things that I'm not happy about. <laughs> when we come back on 98 Rock... Welcome back to the BS. I am your host, Nikki D, filling in for Jason Bailey. He is back in Atlanta. And with me, I have the lovely Nelson. I don't know about lovely, but okay. <laughs> lovely Nelson. And we want you to give us a, a like, a follow, all of those things on our social media platforms mm-hmm. at Listen to the BS. We do follow you back. We have a podcast that we post each and every day once the show ends. You can go to the free Odyssey app to catch the podcast. You can go to thebaileyshow.com to catch the podcast. But there are several ways that you can listen just to posted, the BS. Just posted a new TikTok. So. Oh. Yeah, we got a new TikTok video up there. And we are on the TikTok in it, and we are rocking it. Mm-hmm. Hello. And we need to keep you locking it to 98 Rock. Yeah. I got to say that one more time. I got to get it out. You I got to get, get it out. out. <laughs> you got to get it out. You got it out. So I just moved recently, and um, I was excited about moving. Um, you know, moving across country has not been as easy as I thought it was going to be. In my mind, it was like, oh, yeah, let's go to California. Mm-hmm. It'll be cool. Everything will be great. Everything. Be-. No, it, it was a lot harder than I anticipated. So even finding a place to live was difficult. I didn't expect it to be. Right. I think, especially if you haven't, like, tried to find a new place to live in a long time. Right. Now, for people who have been renters and consistent renters, maybe we're, we're barking up the wrong tree. But as a homeowner, you know, for many years, like, going coming out here to find a new spot, that mm-hmm. was, like, that was a whole new world for me. Because I hadn't rented anything in, in 15 years, so I'm right there with you. Well, you're not with me because I'm a renter. Oh, um, I don't me. own a home, but, you know, <laughs> it's normally pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's normally pretty Excuse easy, me. you know, for me to rent. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But this time it was not that easy. The The first thing was I wanted to rent a house. And I had to go through all these steps and rigmaroles and people wouldn't 
let me come in and see the houses. They wanted me to pay application fees first. Mm-hmm. And how so much I'm, of that was scams? You know what I'm saying? Lots of scams. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to just have to go to apartment route for now. Revisit this house thing in a year. So then I went the apartment route. Unlike Nelson, my apartment is in a little bit better area of town. How many murders were at your apartment complex last year? None that I've heard of. Oh, yeah, three at mine. None that I've heard of, but there very well could be a fire soon, as we learned last night. <laughs> so when I moved into into this place and I, the day I had to go get my keys and sign my lease, the first thing that gave me alarm was the fact that they gave me a lease that was, no lie, 40 pages long. I have never signed a 40-page lease in my entire renting life because I'm a renter, not so, like Nelson. So I wonder if that's a California thing then. Was your lease long too? Yes, because it was the, so long. It was it felt as long as when I bought a house. Right. You know. So for anyone who's <laughs> ever bought a house, you know that the last thing you have to do is you go to the title company and then you just... It's just a thousand papers you have to sign. Right. Why real estate is still done... In, uh, in hard paper anymore. I have no idea, but it is. Instead of electronically, which it should be. Uh-huh. But so many pages I had to sign an initial. It was like, am I buying? Do I own this apartment now? Right. Is this my apartment complex? Right. So one of the papers that was in there that caught me by surprise, it's called Toilet Operations. And I'm not making this up. This is what it says on the top of the paper. Toilet Operations. So I had, normally, I just go through, like Nelson said, and I just sign. I, I skim, barely read it. But when I saw that this paper, it made me look at it. And I, I asked the leasing agent, I said, why am I signing a paper about toilet operations? He's like, believe it or not, people don't still don't know the things you can and can't pull in the toilet. I would believe that. People are stupid. This list, no lie, has like 20 items on it of things that you have to sign off that you won't put in your toilet. I was literally blown away. One of the things on this list is cat litter. Who thinks that you can put cat litter in a toilet? People are stupid. And there are stupid renters that think that they can take just the... I guarantee you this is the thought process behind it. They go, I'm not throwing the cat litter in there. I'm just throwing the clumped up poop or the the, the urine. And I'm throwing the chunks of poop away. And so I'm, I'm shoving it in the toilet. And I'm saying goodbye. Years ago, I had a cat. I did. And I'm trying to think. No, I had one of the little poop shovel things to take uh-huh. it out of the litter yes. into the bag and, and put it into it the trash. Right. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Now, I'm going to be honest. I just realized now that I look good at this list, I think I am guilty of one of these things. Let me see. <gasps> I'm going to see which one it is. It ain't cigarette butts. No. <laughs> it ain't Q-tips. No. I think you're smart enough not to throw a tampon down the, down the, the drain there. Very smart. You put grease down the toilet, didn't you? I don't. I put grease Cooking either grease. outside in the grass or I put it in the garbage disposal. Yeah, you, well, you shouldn't even put it in the garbage disposal. You should oh, you not, shouldn't? You should avoid putting grease down your pipes. <laughs> the pipes at all costs, yeah. I put it in the garbage disposal. No, you should dispose of grease. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now I don't know if the grass outside my house is real or not, so can I pour it out there? Yeah, screw them. I don't know. I'll probably pour it out there. <laughs> so that's not it. What What other thing on this list you think I'm guilty of flushing mm. down the toilet? God, uh, I don't know that you would not think to do fish, uh, dental floss, contact lenses. <gasps> You're not supposed to put contact. Why can't you put a contact lens down? I don't know. It's on this list. Anytime I take my old contacts out, I flush them down the toilet. That seems like a smart idea to me. What do you? What is? I wonder what contact lenses do. And see, I was just about to rip on them. Like, oh, this list is dumb. Everybody knows this, <laughs> right? But look at me throwing contact lenses in the toilet. I wonder why. I wonder if they get. St- 
They probably could. I could see that. And they definitely don't break down, obviously, because they sit in water when you're not wearing them. So, yeah. <laughs> or they stay on your eye. Are you one of those that keep them on the eye until you get rid of them? I do. And I'm trying oh, to do better Mickey because D. when I went and got my eye exam, she said, well, your eyes look right and they're healthy. She's like, but you have indentions in them from your contacts. So that tells me you don't take them out. And that's really dangerous. Oh, it's not as dangerous. The old girl that I used to work with, she used to get uh, four sample pairs of contacts a year. And that was the contact she wore for the year. Now, that's horrible. And that's really nasty. And then when it, when she would get, one would get so inflamed, right, that she had to change them. But she wouldn't change the pair. She just changed the inflamed one. So there was never two contacts that were the same age. Right? <laughs> that's horrible. I have a light outside of my apartment uh-huh. that needs to be changed. Nelson comes over last night when we're working on the show. And I said, see, the light is still out. He flicks it or thumps it. I, went, I don't tap, know. tap, tap, tap with my phone. I just touched it with my phone. I went tap, tap, tap. I go, let's see if that thing really works. The light comes on. It did. And then we noticed the whole fixture is burnt. Yeah, well, it's burning through the plastic on the outside. So maybe that's probably, it probably shouldn't be on. So I had to take another trip inside the rental office once again. They know my name now. They're like, oh, God. Um, hi, Nikki. Hello. How are you all doing? I have another complaint. (laughs) I have another complaint, and I am not happy. And I want to be nice. I want to be nice to people, and I have complaints. you lie. You lie. I'm not lying. I do want to be nice, but people don't want to let me be nice. That's crazy. You know what else is crazy? What's that? This is our fourth and final round of headlines. I can't believe it's after 6 o'clock already. I know. The show has flown by. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh, Jason. We miss you so much. (laughs) Hey, listen, that was her. I miss you, my leader and Lord and Savior. No, now you went too far. No, Oh, sorry. All right. So for this fourth round of headlines, I'm going to tell you where several people died at a sporting event and how a homeless man rescued an entire family in a fire. Coming up next here on the BS on 98 Rock. Yes. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Mr. Jason Bailey will be back again tomorrow. Until then, it's Nikki D and Nelson keeping things going and our final round of headlines. What we got, Nikki D? A soccer stampede left several people dead and injured. H7. Breaking overnight, a tragedy at a soccer match in El Salvador. At least 12 people have been killed in what police are calling a crush at a stadium. 12 people were killed and 90 people were injured. Now, they're still not sure exactly what brought about the stampede. Some are suggesting that there was a malfunction with the stadium's Wi-Fi, which caused an issue with the admissions. And so they're saying the, the stampede started on the south side of the stadium. This is according to the New York Times. And then it just went rampant. The El Salvador's president um, said that there will be an investigation. He's going to investigate the teams, the managers, the stadium, the ticket office. Basically, if you had anything to do with this uh, soccer match or event, you're going to be uh, investigated. How? Can, I mean, somebody's going to get away with something. This yeah, is, yeah, but this is, was a lot of injuries and a lot of deaths. So I, I just couldn't imagine dying because somebody trampled over me. Well, wait till the conspiracy theorists get a hold of this. What do you think they're going to say? I'm just saying if there's one important person that's been injured or lost their life in this, then they're going to say it was a setup to cover up something else. But I'm wondering why now there's not, I don't know, I guess some kind of safeguard against stampeding because we've seen this now happen not only at uh, – 
you know, sporting events, but concerts, you know, that big one that they had last year where those people died from stampeding and being pushed. And I've been in like a almost stampede situation. Like I didn't fall, thank God, Mm -hmm. but I've been in a situation where just the crowd starts pushing all at one time. And now you're uncontrollably being moved. And that's scary. Yeah. At that point, how can you fight back? Like, especially because it's not like you're getting crushed up in a concert that's got too many people in it and you guys are already in the venue. Right. You're talking about people are trying to get through. Right, exactly right. So I am i don't know what happened here. It's unfortunate and it's sad, but I'm always thinking of how I'm going to die. You know that. <laughs> I don't want to die by stampede. And now my latest fear is that I'm going to die in space. Now, how? Why? Okay. So I, I didn't used to watch sci-fi movies, but okay. now... I'm like immersed into sci-fi. When I was younger, my my great aunt, that's all she watched all day long. And I used to be like, how do you watch this stuff? This is so creepy and weird. And why do you watch sci-fi? And just recently, like as six months ago, Mm -hmm. I started watching everything Wi-Fi. And then all of a sudden I woke up one day with this crushing fear that I was going to die in space. I think you're okay. No, I'm telling you, I'm going to go up there for some reason. How? What is going to bring you to space? I'm a trendsetter, Nelson. They may be offering regular, smegular, regular people to go to space, and somehow I'm going to get picked. Because you know I'm a winner. That's all I do is win. <laughs> right? So I'm going to get picked as one of the regular, smegular, regulars to go uh-huh. to space, and then I'm going to go up there, <laughs> right? And I'm going to go out in my little moon suit like they do in the movies <laughs> so I can fly around and be like I'm in space. And then my little wire's going to break, and I'm going to die. You get turn around, it's going to be. How do, how did I get here? Listen. I was just on the moon. <laughs> I ain't ready for Jesus. Ellie, <laughs> that's what's going to happen to me. <laughs> I can feel it. God, I'm heaven. <laughs> All right. A woman is thankful today that a man was outside her window, H8. She heard screams and um, fire and stuff. So I opened my front door and there was flames there. So I just went and woke my daughter up and I knew I couldn't get out to the front. So I just went to my room and I started screaming for help. Didn't you do a story earlier that said all the birds were dead? Listen, I was just about to tell you, this audio would not be what it is today if it was not for the birds. Save the birds. Hello? Hello? They're at that woman's house. the birds. A homeless man in Phoenix is being hailed a hero today as he saved a woman. Calculate. Get your your calculators out. Uh Her two kids and her two dogs from a fire. Now, that's a lot of people. Uh, one yeah. lady, two kids, two churn, boom, boom, dog, boom. That's five people. Now, this woman woke up in the middle of the night. That's five people. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And she noticed that her house was on fire. So as she tried to gather her kids and the animals and get to the front door, her front door was blocked. So she went to the window and then began screaming for somebody to help. Oh, my God. What a panic to set in. You can't get out the front door. I can't even imagine it. Like, I can't even let my mind go fathom it for a little bit at all. And now it's in space. Oh, it's in, it's in space and I'm dying. So this homeless man and his wife were in camp, like literally right by her window. And they heard her cries for help. And the guy literally springs into action. And he tells her to begin throwing down first her kids, 
a eight-year-old and a one-year-old. And if you think that this sounds easy to do, let me assure you, it is not easy to catch falling, flying, dead weight. Well, and also, how about try and, try and get your eight-year-old to do anything they don't want to do? Now, just listen to mom. I'm going to throw you out the window. Exactly. Like, the fact that this man <sighs> caught all of them. He caught the eight-year-old. He, he caught the one-year-old. He caught the dogs, cats, birds, and whatever animal she had in there. And he caught the mom. Do you think that that woman ever was the type of person that complained about the homeless people that were living too close to, their, to where she was at? I don't know. But if she did, she's definitely grateful now. She said <laughs> he is her angel and she is thankful for him and she would not be alive without him. And she is right. But guess what? He doesn't want anybody to call him a hero. He said he just did what anybody would do. And he said, those are cheering. Oh, we got to get this guy an endorsement deal. I don't know what. <laughs> muscle children. milk or something. We got to get him a 24-hour fitness endorsement. I just wish it was a way I can talk to him. He just he was just so humble about the situation. Even when the news was interviewing him, he was super humble. Like, look, I was just nearby, and I was just doing what I was doing, and that was that. So, all right. So, that was your fourth round of headlines. This is it. The end of the show. If you have any last-minute calls comments concerns you want to tell us something good or bad we're here to listen the number is 916-909-0985 give us a call and we will be ending the show when we come back here but hopefully y'all gonna call us so we can talk to y'all before we leave this is the bso 98 rock welcome back to the bs i am your host nikki d i have been sitting in today for jason bailey i know some of you guys turned that dial and was like hey where's jason He's in Atlanta. His daughter graduated today. I want to give her a quick shout-out. Happy graduation to Ariel and all the class of 2023 graduates. Um, I know you guys are excited and happy to be graduating and walking across the field. So I have been sitting in for Bailey, also with the wonderful Nelson. Thank you. You are welcome. Also, make sure you guys are giving us a follow on all of our social media platforms at Listen to the BS. We have it all. We have Facebook. We have Instagram. We have Twitter. Hello. And we have a YouTube page, which is The Bailey Show. You can check out all of our full-length shows and interviews and things over there. And if you want to personally follow me, my Instagram, mm -hmm. it's the real Nikki D33. T-H-E-R-E-A-L. Hello. N-I-C-K-Y-D is in Delta 33. And you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook if you want to follow me too. There you go. I want you guys to follow me. Now, I ain't going to tell y'all a lie and be like, I'm going to follow you back. I might. Mm. Some people I follow back. Like, if we talk a lot, you know what I'm saying, you interact, then mm. we follow back. What's your follow back rules, Nelson? Uh, I generally am not a follow back guy. Because I ain't no follow back guy. I ain't no follow back guy. So hope Go ahead. I'm a follow first. So I'll follow usually, first. if I'm going to follow you, I will follow you. So my thing is, when I first got into radio and like social media was was new, and I adopted it, mm -hmm. like Facebook fan pages weren't a thing. You just had the friend page. Right. Well, when I first got in, I'm like, well, I got to make sure that I make friends with all the audience. And so then I started <laughs> adding all these people, and now I got 1,500, 1,600 people. I've been whittling it down every day. The best thing that happens to me is the birthdays mm -hmm. on Facebook because I just go through and go, I don't know you. Delete, delete, delete. 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 That's delete. my birthday present. Yeah, I don't do that on Facebook. I have a fan page. The same thing as, mm -hmm. as the Nikki D fan page, so you can follow me. I, I woke up and did the same thing, found out that I had all these people on my Facebook I didn't know. And I like my Facebook to be more intimate and personal. Like when I when I scroll down and I see, oh, my mom Sally died, I want to be like, oh, my gosh, I feel oh, so bad. Right. Versus who 
is this and who is Sally? Uh-huh. I don't know Sally. I don't know you. I don't know nope. any of these people. No. I don't know Emma. So yeah, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us today. Hopefully, we entertained you. Mm-hmm. Were you entertained? <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? It, uh, <laughs> close enough. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate on you. <laughs> you wouldn't have got a 100 on that one though. <laughs> See, that's how I think it goes. Y'all know I hear things differently in my sure. mind than how they actually go. Like I just found out Phil Collins don't care about the Lord. Mm. Shocker. Hold on. Ugh. Hold on. What are we holding for? I don't know what we're waiting for, but we're waiting. Oh, yeah. That's what he says. Hold on. Hold See, on. I'm still like, wait, what are we holding for? No, what you you still to- don't even know. <laughs> what you <laughs> You're so crazy. Make sure that you guys are here with us tomorrow, same time, 3 to 7 p.m., on the Bailey Show. Bailey will be back in the building. He will be in the seat. I won't be able to say, keep it locked on 98 Rock tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm saying it one more time today for tomorrow. So tomorrow when I'm sitting here and Bailey's talking, I want y'all to be like, ooh, Nikki D is over there like, keep it locked on 98 Rock. And she can't say it. So I want y'all to go to our social media tomorrow and I want y'all to be like, keep it locked on 98 Rock. He won't know what's going on. He won't know why y'all saying it or Mm -hmm. none of that. That'll be our personal little secret. You know what I'm saying? Keep it locked on 98 Rock. And then, on tom- and then on tomorrow's show, we are going to have a star on the show that is somewhat polarizing. Really? Uh-huh. People definitely have an opinion when you hear the name of this person that mm-hmm. we are going to have on the show tomorrow. That's going to be at 4.50. Look at me saying, tomorrow. really? I don't know who coming on the show tomorrow. That's crazy. <laughs> you know. That's you crazy. She's playing with you. She wants to, to pretend like she's the host and a member of the audience. Do you have anything to say before we get out, Nelson? You know what? I've just had a wonderful time here with you, and uh, I'm just happy to be employed, you know? I had a great time today, too. So I will see you guys tomorrow, and I have to mimic Bailey because I'm a mim- mimicker. Uh-huh. See how I can't say that fast? You can't mimic the word mimic, but you're going to mimic him. So we're going to be out of here, and we're going to see you tomorrow, okay? Bye! That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.